Hi guys, welcome to another edition of Gold Sam. Myself and Sina Saimian will be hosting a great interview with Sebastian Strammel that is a player currently for Raw Ahan. It's then finally got you on. It's been a while. Sebastian, my friend, thank you for coming on. and I'm looking forward to speaking to you. It's really my pleasure and uh, thank you for having me. Definitely. You know, the first question I would like to ask you is that if you could a little bit talk about your career path, um, playing for Finland and stuff like that back home, and then why did you decide to come down to Iran? Uh, what motivated you, and how did that go for you? Uh, yeah, quite a, quite a long answer to be expected, I think, yes, but no, I, uh, yeah, I, um, I've been playing in, in the Finnish, Finnish top league for, for eight Eight years, yeah, and then um, after that, I, I'd been, I'd been, you know, close to a move abroad from fin Finland a couple of times, but, but it never really happened. And uh, then finally, after eight years, I decided I now I will really make an effort to, to go to another country and see some different type of football, and you know, try to make a, a step forward in uh, also to play better football and. And uh, reclaim a, um, a spot also in the national team, like a solid spot there. So I I had a look at my options, and this was now about one and a half years ago when I um, signed with with Austria Lustenau in o Austria, and um, yeah, then I I played the. Uh, half a season there and actually my contract would have continued but the the plan originally was to um, the season of 2015-2016 to promote try and promote to the Austrian Bundesliga but uh, then uh, as the season was was coming up uh, the club club let us know that they don't really have the financial power to make an effort really and and uh, go for the Bundesliga. So, so um, that's when I decided to to break my contract with uh, with them and look for some other things. And and uh, yeah, then I I was looking again. Firstly, mainly I was looking in in Europe, like Central Europe, for different options. And uh, yeah, I had a couple of good things going on, but then also I had uh, some bad luck with. Uh, I, I had a small ankle injury in the summer, and which uh, stopped me from going to a couple of tryouts where the team still wanted to see me before signing. So, um, yeah, I was a little bit unlucky in that way. Then, um, yeah, no, nothing, let me say, good enough came up from from Central Europe. So then my agent, who is half half German, half Iranian, he asked me whether I would like to consider Iran at all and then I I said uh, like yeah why not why not take it in 
consideration and uh, then I got the the how you say they got yeah I got the interest from Rahan and uh, um, yeah it felt it felt good enough and I I uh, um, got familiar with the country the best that I could from uh, from uh, the ambassador who the Finnish ambassador of uh, uh, yeah the, uh, in Tehran and um, also one one um, volleyball player who played here last season from Finland who yeah I asked him a couple of questions also and finally I have some friends uh, from Iran in Finland who I also were, was talk, talking to and after making sure you know it's a good country and this then yeah and the interest was was high enough uh, then I decided to come and try this yeah <laughs> so that's it basically um, Sebastian, you know when when the initial interest when you heard of, uh, when you first heard of the uh, interest from uh, from Rohan, um, what had you heard uh, before that about Iranian football? Did you have any sort of background knowledge at all about Iranian football, not just life in Iran, but in terms of the football inside of things, or did you uh, did you just uh, come in um, to play for Rohan with a blank mind and uh, ready, you know, to to uh, really face anything? Uh, yeah, I, I for, forgot about one thing here. I, I noticed now. Uh, before I I signed with uh, Rahan, I I was meeting meeting Padide actually. In uh, they were at training camp in Istanbul, and I went there to yeah to negotiate with them initially, and um, to train with them a couple of of days. And there there in training, I could see a little bit. I could see the the Iranian players are quick and technical. Uh, yeah, so there I saw saw a little bit about the football, and uh, um, yeah, otherwise, of course, uh, I knew uh, that Iran's ranking in within the Asian countries is not bad. Uh, Iran made a good uh, World Cup uh, the last time, and things like that, you know. So, so I had a little some some. Uh, clues about how the football would look like. You know, a few years ago, um, I think Pasha would agree with me on this as well, Rahan aren't necessarily a, a, a powerhouse in Iranian football. Um, I think a few years ago it would have been impossible to think a club like Rahan would attract players specifically mm-hmm. from Western Europe and the Scandinavian countries. But... Um, I think uh, the financial side of things has, has uh, enabled them to to sign players of of your quality. Uh, but it's been a it's been a disappointing season for Rohan so far. You know your um, fighting relegation at the moment. Um, how is it dealing with that side of things? Have you ever been in uh, in, a, in this sort of position before with uh, with your previous clubs in in Finland, or is it just a new territory for you to to be uh, fighting for survival in the league? Um, actually, this is the second time I've had it um, in Finland in one of my clubs. Once before, we were really go- uh, close to relegating, but we secured our place actually in the last minutes of the last game of the season. So this is yeah my second time, and yeah, it, like you say, it's been it's been very disappointing so far, and um, in the sense that we haven't been able to get the results, you know. I th- I think we haven't played so bad. We played a lot of even games. We played games where 
I think I feel we have been controlling, but uh, we just didn't have the final determination and the skill to to kill the games and to get three points. I mean, and then we have conceded a couple of easy goals and things like that. So it's it's really been tough tough in that sense. I uh, and I feel the the team is not uh, as bad as the table shows, even though the table never lies. But but I mean, yeah, I feel we could. With some luck, we could be like easily could, could we could be in the middle of the table or something. You know, I'm looking at your next uh, fixtures, uh, the remaining fixtures in the league, and there are some tough games. But the next game is against Padida, who you could have signed for. Um, and I think I don't know what the the mood in the camp in the Rohan camp is, but I think that's definitely a game uh, the club is is, is uh, looking to win in order to to survive in the league. But um, how have you found playing the Iranian league so far in these um, uh, eight to nine months? Um, is there any particular highlights and going against uh, any particular teams that you really enjoyed? Yeah, I've liked it so far. I mean, of course, the highlights have been playing against Esteglal in, in the Asadi Stadium and also when we played, uh, yeah, that you could say in the atmosphere gave the made it a highlight uh, then uh, on the other hand i feel the the best team i've i've met uh, here is Perth police and uh, uh, who we met at our home stadium in Shade gods and this was um, uh, yeah this was kind of the only game so far where i really felt like uh, this is a tough tough opponent you know you had to be on your toes the whole time we, lo- we lost the game 2-0 but it was really nice to play still. I mean, I it was almost like an international game that I played um, a couple of. So uh, you could feel that the tempo was higher than than normally. And and uh, yeah, I like those type of games where you really have to have to be at your best in order to to do good. So so that was definitely uh, a highlight. And otherwise, also you know, it's uh, like we were in. Uh, speaking about the results haven't been good for us, but still, uh, I think it's a, uh, a good league to play in. It's not not uh, the easiest one, but yeah, it's really not bad at all. Sebastian, I have a person. Oh, go ahead, Sina. Yeah, yeah. I just had a personal question for yourself. You know, coming as a foreigner into Iran and stuff like that, and training with daily with the Iranian players, and comparing life back to Europe, and you know, playing with them and the training facility and stuff like that. Has what are the big differences that you've seen, um, technically speaking, amongst the players and stuff like that, and tactically speaking, um, from your own experience right now? Uh, yeah, I think there's there's quite a big difference, you know. Um, uh, like I said a bit earlier, the players of the most Iranian players are really uh, very technical, you know. Uh, I think a lot of the guys have played played a lot of street football. I'm, I might be wrong, but this is my my <laughs> guess because they have this type of uh, uh, yeah small how you say small and neat technique uh, and. Uh, and they are skillful with the ball. Also, they are physically physically in a good good shape. You know, they're quick quick in that. I I would say that comparing to to Europe and games back home, uh, the players are less tactically disciplined and less 
practically smart also you know it's uh, um, I've said it before in a couple of interviews uh, that um, in Iran the players play with more heart and passion and uh, uh, in in comparing to Europe where it's more uh, you're playing with your brain and, mm-hmm. and trying to be tactically disciplined and tactically wise so so that I would say is the the biggest difference. I think uh, Sebastian uh, summed it up really well. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I think it's one of those things we've, we've always discussed uh, how um, uh, players in Iran, specifically teams, uh, uh, you know, like Persepolis or Estevan, well, they're not tactically as, as good as they should be. Mm-hmm. It's more of a relying on individuals and uh, emotions of bri- brilliance to to win the game rather than uh, on a tactical side of things. Uh, I think, as Sebastian said, one of the toughest games he played was against Perspolis, who are, uh, in my opinion, one of the more uh, tactically tactically disciplined teams in the league. Um, so I think he summed it up really well there. And it's definitely one of those things that we have to improve uh, to be on the same level as uh, you know certain teams in, in Europe. Uh, we need to uh, coach our younger players to, uh, to be more tactically mm-hmm. aware. But... Um, Talking of tactics, Sebastian, um, you're playing you're, right now. Your manager is uh, uh, you have a Greek manager, uh, I think Topolidis, if, if I'm not correct. Uh, he's only been in charge for a few games. Uh, how 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 has it been to work under him in comparison to Mehdi Tartar, who uh, who was in charge uh, for the uh, for most of the season? Yeah, um, let me say the biggest difference is. Uh, that with Mehdi Tarta we we played really 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 defensively. Uh, I mean, with uh, really the biggest emphasis on on defending our own goal and uh, yeah, actually not putting. Which wasn't going quite well, was it? You were conceding too many goals. Exactly. You know, we weren't conceding um, many goals in every game. I mean, a lot of games we we lost one zero or uh, this, but the problem was that. Uh, we defended quite well in most games, but the problem is when you don't uh, play any attacking football and possession football yourself, then the pressure eventually gets too high and uh, you eventually concede a goal. You know, it's it's quite tough to only defend for for 90 minutes and hope for something to to happen in the front like by itself. So um, now I feel with with uh, Mr. Topalidis that. We're putting some more emphasis also on the attacking side of things, and um, yeah, it's he hasn't gotten the results yet so much, but at least we've scored a couple of goals now recently, and um, yeah, so I yeah I, will, I like working with both both managers, but let me say like this, uh, I'm, Mr. Topalidis is something that I'm more used to, and he I can tell that he is. Uh, really experienced, you know, from from Europe and uh, also tactically very smart. So uh, I feel I feel maybe more comfortable with with him, even though I also enjoyed enjoyed it under Mr. Tartar. You know, when Mr. Topolidis was uh, announced to have taken charge of Royal Han, I uh, I was really surprised because he's a well-known assistant manager back in Greece and back in Europe. Um, He's very experienced, as he said, but he's not really had the chance to to manage a team on his own. So I was really intrigued to to see how he has done. So do you think the squad as a whole, not just yourself, but the squad has, has reacted well to this change and 
uh, of course, putting results aside, um, do you think you, the team has been playing with a lot more freedom and this has given you more of a chance to get points uh, across the board? Yeah, it's... Um, um, how should I put it? It's like... Uh, he's... Yeah, I think he's been received pretty well and, um, and uh, I think the, most of the players really like working with him. Uh, on the other hand, I would say that he, he came in a really, really tough position, you know, at a really with a really bad timing, kind of, because we were already in quite a tough uh, position at the time when he came and uh, it's difficult to try and turn things around and uh, still uh, still a lot of the other staff that was here with Mr. Tarta, they, they already, they stayed, you know, in the team and, and uh, I don't know, maybe it would be even better, you know, if Mr. Topalidis had brought his own backup team, you know, his own yeah. assistant, things like that. I don't know. It's just I'm just speculating, but uh, I'm just I just want to say it's for sure it's uh, tough timing for him to come, particularly when when um, yeah, club club has had some financial problems, things like that, you know, and. Um, uh, uh, results have not been going our way, so it's really tough job, you know. I think it would be, as as always, it's easier to take control of a team uh, with the whole preseason in front of you and not not coming straight into the games. But uh, like I said, I I think um, players have received him well, and I think at least most of the players really appreciate him and like uh, they like to work with him as well. Um. Rohohan are pretty known for bringing a lot of young players through and looking at your squad, there's a lot of young players who are given a lot of uh, game time as well and it's great to see, of course, I think the, the big names uh, of the young players are Mehdod Mohammadi and Milad Mohammadi, of course, which you played with and he's playing the Russian Premier League. There's a, there's a lot of other young players as well in the squad. Uh, how do you view uh, the younger players in the team and, uh, the you know, do you think... Uh, they can really reach higher levels and maybe play in Europe in the near future. Or um, how do you how do you look at that? Yeah, of course. Like you mentioned, uh, the the twins Merdad and Milad. They, um, Milad already took his step, you know, and I'm happy for him. Really happy. He, uh, I could see he was putting in a lot of work to to achieve that. And uh, I think Merdad, you know, he also have has the the potential to to make such a move. And a player at a higher level, but but he has still some some work to do. You th you know, um, I think his biggest issue at the moment is that he almost wants to go to Europe too much, and <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> in his head it makes a problem because uh, he's yeah, I, you know it's tough. You know now his twin brother left, and he also really wants to go, but. The, the key to succeeding is just to focus on what you're doing right now yeah. you know so I think he uh, that's I'm, I'm trying that, to say that to him as well you know to try and focus just on, on the games that we have here and every day in training and then when the move comes it, it will come you know if uh, it's not something that he has to think about all the, all the time uh, that just makes it harder for him and I guess you can see that also now uh, lately he hasn't been scoring goals like he did in the beginning of the season so 
So I think that's maybe one sign of that. Um, otherwise, I yeah, would I've... also like to... Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, please, sorry, I'm sorry. No, just shortly, I want to mention who one player who, who I've been really satisfied with and really surprised how he has been developing this season is uh, Farshad Faraji. He's playing centre-back right now and I think he's only uh, 20... I think 22. He it was his birthday a couple of weeks ago, and and uh, he's really taking his chance and been playing really good at centre back now. So I think uh, he is even more a name to look out for than Merdan maybe at, at this moment. You know, he's uh, he's been really rock solid there. So I really just wanted to mention him. Sebastian, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Especially with Metal Bahamadi, I think he's a goal scorer, as you mentioned. And you play when you're a goal scorer, you play with a sort of team that is more emphasizing on the defensive side of things. It can get get a little bit frustrating, especially because when when the twins first burst onto the scene, uh, Method was more, you know, he caught more of the attention. And uh, I remember certainly when the you know, beginning of the season, it was Method who was catching the headlines more than Milad. But uh, I think he must be frustrating with himself that he sees obviously his brother going to Russia and uh, he's still waiting for his chance to go. But um, he's, he's a great talent. We saw him in the um, Asian under-23s uh, championship as well. He he, he, uh, he performed really well. And uh, as, as you said, you know, Fashad Faraji, there's also a few players like Ali Fatemi, Majid Hosseini, you know, there are some good young players in there that I'm hoping will... Uh, will reach their full potential and uh, hopefully play for the national team in the uh, in the future. Pasha, you were going to ask. Yeah, you know, speaking of, you know, the, pl- the good players he's been playing alongside with, I was just trying to ask Sebastian, um, any notable players that you've played against with that really has impressed you in the reigning league, Sebastian? Yeah, I think... Um, uh, yeah, firstly, of course, uh, we all saw the game on, on Friday at the Derby. And Mehdi mm-hmm. Taremi, uh, uh, am I correct? The striker yes. of First Police. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, really one of the best players for sure in this league. You know, he's he's strong, he's fast, he's, uh, he's hungry for goals all the time. And I think uh, the Derby game also showed that he, he could maybe take a step to, to Europe and make something happen there. Uh, otherwise, um, uh, Omid Ebrahimi from Esteglal in the mm-hmm. midfield, uh, he, I think he's really smart, you know, he's uh, one of those players who is also thinking thinking on the pitch a lot, so um, him I'm really impressed with and uh, I'm sure there are more others also, but these are the two first that come to my mind right now. Mm-hmm. So, Lassin, going off the pitch and uh, leaving the football things aside, uh, how has your life been in Iran? How is your person? Have you settled in well in, in Tehran? And how have you found life uh, in Tehran specifically? Yeah, I've liked I've liked Iran really a lot. You know, it's uh, like off the pitch. You know, sometimes football has been tough here, but I have to say that life aside from football has been really good. Uh, especially the months that my fiance has spent with me here when we've been together it's it's of course more easy now she's back in Finland uh, already and uh, 
I'm not as active do, doing things off the pitch. I'm mostly just training each day and and, and then uh, spending time at home. But but really, I, the people have been so nice um, uh, and welcoming. Uh, if I have a problem, I will always find help. You know, so so off the pitch, I must say I have no complaints really. I mean. It's it's small things, small things. You know, sometimes the internet is a little bit slow, <laughs> uh, the traffic is bad. You know, things like that. But it's in the end, it's small things. So overall, I've been really satisfied off the pitch. That was what I was gonna ask you. Usually, we've interviewed people from Iran, and the internet connection is really bad. And surprisingly, yours has turned out to be really well. I thought you're back in Finland or something, but um. If you had to take one memorial experience from me, if you're going to still stay in Iran or not, Sebastian, what would that be? Um, it, could be life like out, it could be life outside of the pitch or on the pitch. Something that, something notable that you took out of this, and if you had to tell your children or something in the future, or people. No, it's um, yeah, really difficult to say something specific, but... Um, just um, I think many yeah many people have have uh, how do you say prejudged sentences mm-hmm. from uh, and about Iran as a country and uh, Iranians maybe but but uh, yeah the, so the life lesson really here has been that uh, yeah it's it's <laughs> you mustn't believe everything what you maybe read or hear or something like that I mean you can just uh, I, my advice is to go and learn, go there and learn about the country yourself, and don't uh, listen to people who who have some uh, uh, prejudged sentences about about a place. You know, it's uh, I'm sure just the main the main uh, how, how would I put it the main um, uh, concern always is just if the country is safe, just go there, you know, and explore it because. Uh, yeah, you might find good friends and learn some such more about different cultures and this. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that will do for an answer, but that's exactly but, what I yeah. wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. That's uh, that's great to hear, Sebastian. It's it's, uh, it's really pleasing to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as the final question uh, before we we wrap this interview up, um, the season is almost coming to an end. Um, course as we spoke about here in a, a relegation battle um uh, what is uh, your plans for the future and next season specifically um would it depend on whether rohan uh, stay in the top division uh or you know have you already given a thought what are your what are your plans yeah it's um yeah to start with it's, it's of course a little bit depending on rohan because if they fall fall out if we get relegated then then it's not possible for me to continue, of course, in in Liga Yek. So, um, uh, so it's a little bit depending on that. Uh, otherwise, I haven't made specific plans yet, but you know, just trying to focus on the remaining games and and things. But uh, and then then I must take take my time and uh, consider my options after the season because, yeah, my aim is all, always to play as a at a at the best level I possibly can, and and um, yeah, this season has been 
somewhat disappointing. You know, I had some back problems uh, here and I kind of lost my spot in the regular team. So after that, so uh, yeah, I must I must really think it through after. But but um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to say at this moment. But uh, I definitely want to yeah play at the best possible level that I can. That's always my my aim, and I guess that's my answer for you as well. Sebastian, listen, thank you very much for coming on. It's been a it's been a pleasure to uh, to speak to you. Um, good good luck for the rest of the season. Uh, I hope Rohan stay in the league. Uh, you know they're uh, they're an old club. They're a very traditional club in Iran, and yeah. uh, I really do hope that they stay in the in the top division. Mm. As for yourself, uh, regardless of what happens this season, I wish you all the best for the future and for next season. And uh, I hope uh, you always play to your best and play uh, at the highest level possible. Thank you very much for coming on. Sebastian, my friend, thank you for coming on Gold Bazan. Best of luck. We'll have you on soon again. Thank you very much, my friends, and uh, take care. Thank you.